Hello, welcome back. I am kicking off this series once again. Uh, my name is Ben, and this is the Sutton Hopping Podcast. It's a uh, podcast about music, uh, music reviews, gigs, um, music news, and just anything within the realm of music. And it's a bit of a fresh restart. Um, I'm making a few changes. It's going to have a shorter runtime, hopefully around 20 minutes, um, a less restricted format from last time. Okay, let's get into it. Alright, so seeing as it's the first podcast back in a while and um, I've been in lockdown for the last three months, so not a lot of live music to talk about, none at all actually, literally none, um, I am going to start just by talking about things I've been listening to while I've been in lockdown um, and this includes several new uh, EPs um, and albums and a couple of singles but um, also some other things which I've been listening to since sort of late 2019 but most of the stuff is things I've just been listening to um, during the three months of lockdown I'm going to start this off with a um, a band called Ist Ist they're from Manchester and they released their first album even though they've been around for about six years now I think releasing EPs and you know playing live gigs um, but they've they've just released their their first album in May, and it's called Architecture. Now, Istist are a Manchester-based gothic rock band, so, um, you know, think of the likes of Joy Division, um, and they have drawn lots of comparisons with Joy Division because their their frontman, Adam Houghton, sounds quite a lot like him, uh, although they have recently sort of come out and said they kind of reject these comparisons um, which is understandable because obviously as a band you never want to be compared to someone else you want to you know feel like you've got some sort of uh, unique you know like a new unique sound but um, the the comparison really is there to be made I, I don't think it's fair to criticise people who um, you know who make that comparison because it's he, he's just got that type of voice it's very deep um, his phrase is very poetic and it's, it's you know the the it's quite an obvious comparison to make. Um, the album itself is 37 minutes. It's quite short. And the like, the lyrics throughout and the theming of it are quite dark. Um, but in places are really fragile and desperate. The two singles that got me, you know, got me into listening to this album and review it um, earlier in the year. I've got a written review up on my website. Um, where the two singles, uh, Your Mine and Black, now these two definitely there's a standout song to the album. I I haven't actually listened to any of their other songs at all um, from this album or not from this album. Um, apart from those two, um, which I'll, I'll get to the reason behind that later. And it's not because the rest of the album's bad or the rest of that catalog's bad, um, but it is quite thematic and you really have to be in the mood. Um, so. If we start with Black, Black's quite a really dark, ominous, um, lyrically, you know, really dark and ominous, but um, Black and Your Mind especially, though musically they have the most melody and they're, they're quite anthemic really, 
um, you can imagine these are the so- like the only songs in their catalogue which an audience would really want to sing along to. Um, the choruses are great. Um, you know, they're actually really, really good tunes. But um, unfortunately, where I think this album loses a lot of people and it sort of lost me is the middle part. Um, and the not the very end, but like the middle progressing towards the end of the album. It gets a little hard to listen to if you're not in the mood for it. It's really somber and it's it's kind of grating. It's um, like the theme of it, the lyrics and the sound are very dystopian. It's mechanical sounding. It's it's like engines and metal grinding together, and I guess it's that sort of Manchester industrial sound. Um, but when it's so somber and dark, and you've just got like this noise, a soundscape of really somber metallic, you know, grinding. Um, it can really bear down on you and to even sit through just through 37 minutes of it in one sitting can be quite difficult and I can see why this will just put a lot of people off really um, saying that if you are in the mood for it, it that does that's that lull in the middle and that grinding down does give the album quite a good progression um, you know they've got their exciting singles Your Mind and Black at the top um, and then it lulls and at the end there is a really like furious finish you know the middle's really brooding and mechanical but the the end does have um some like much harder and uh faster paced and more rock kind of more traditionally rock sounding songs um um but it's quite fortunate that that middle section doesn't really have any standout singles or or songs from it uh, nothing to sing along to and keep you really interested and motivated to finish the album um which is a shame because the the idea of it and the the lyrics wise it's it's an outstanding piece of work you know and it, as a package itself it, it charted really well in the vinyl charts and the the packaging and the artwork for this uh for the record is unbelievable and and and, and the the production of the album is, is super stellar it's it's very clean you can tell that they've been you know together for six years um, it's a very clean product. It's very well produced, but I think it, the the middle towards the end really lets the album down. Um, not just, not because it's bad, but just because it will lose a large proportion of its audience. Because to be honest, I think they'll just get bored. It, it's it's thematic, but if you're not in the mood for something dark and brooding and almost you know it's it's macabre. It's it's funeral march like in places with its like ominous synths and the depressing you know desperate lyrics and like the really deep voice of adam houghton um but if if you're not in the mood for that it's really hard to sit through i think um but if you but saying that if you're in the mood it's a really really good album and um musically it's amazing um and i would encourage people if you're into that especially if, you're into, if you're already into joy division i think you'll enjoy it i think um because you're sort of used to that um by now hopefully because um, that was, I guess, that was our thing. So, um, give it a go if you like the sound of sort of a dark, brooding, alternative rock album. Um, but if not, uh, listen to Your Mine and Black, the two singles, because they they stand out and they are genuinely really good. And I'd I'd actually really like to see them live, um, just for those two songs. And I'm interested to see what they do in their second album and see if they progress that sound. Because after six years, you've got to expect them to have quite a big catalogue of songs um so i'm interested to see where that goes (laughs) 
I've also been listening to uh, Liam Gallagher's MTV Unplugged album. Um, I saw it on TV when it came out. Uh, when was that aired? 2019 sometime, autumn, I think. Um, his live performance up in Hull. And yeah, it's great. It's um, I think it's the best Liam Gallagher sounded. It, he's got the... Um, you know, both his albums were released by that point, so he's he's got um, a really healthy bank of his own songs to perform at that point, and um, as well as obviously performing lots of um, Oasis classics, and um, just the atmosphere, the filming of it's really good. It captures um, the audience quite well. You know, you can actually you can hear them; they're part of the recording in some ways. Um, but yeah, if, if you're a Liam Gallagher or Oasis fan. It's just another solid album, and I think it went to number one, most likely. I think it did. So, a band who I've been really, really, really uh, into through for the last couple of years or so has been the band Fontaine's DC. They, um, they're Irish. They're like Dublin. I think they formed in Dublin at college. Um, I think they were studying music there. Um, but they're, they're from you know, various areas of Ireland. Um, but they were formed in Dublin and lots of their music is based on the history of Dublin and just that city. Um, and they've got a really, really Irish voice. Um, not just because Green, the lead singer, has, you know, his his accent is strong and it comes through in every song they sing because it's, his, his singing style isn't just singing. It's, um, uh, you know, there are aspects of spoken word in it. The first album, Doggerel, which came out in 2018 or 19, um, it's probably, it. I think it was the best album of last year. I think it came out in 2019, early 2019. Um, and easily, easily the best album of last year um, from a rock uh, and or indie uh, artist um, by Miles. That That album is probably the album I've listened to most of the last year. Um, I can watch it front to I can listen to it, sorry, front to back without any problems at all. It's great. I know almost every lyric, which is quite a I don't know, it's I don't really um learn lyrics to songs which I'm listening to very often. Um, you know, it's not a conscious effort, but I've listened to it so much and I've enjoyed it so much they've sort of become ingrained in my brain. Um and the two new singles which they've released, um awaiting their second album which is coming out later this year um are absolutely on par with the amazing work they did with the first album the first single is called a hero's death and it really shows off Gree and the frontman's lyricism um most of the songs which they write are um like really um you know indie rock they're quite a whirling whirlwind of sound um really energetic in some places and but they know when to like reel it in they create a really good atmosphere but lots of their um um their songs are really driving and almost motivating um and and lyrically they are usually Grian's poetry um just set to music um you know sometimes they they have written songs where they've they've written lyrics uh, specifically for music but lots of the time it's it's very poetic because it's come from Grian's poetry in a hero's death uh, the lyrics are about individualism and making life worthwhile while um, sticking up for yourselves, sticking up for yourself when you need it. Um, you know, it's a really driving song that seems to whirl around. Um, it's really good to listen to with headphones on, and I can't wait to see what it um, what it will sound like live. 
It reminds me of the song Big, which I think is the first song from Dolgro, their first album. And it's just really high energy. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm hoping to get tickets for them next spring because it's just, you know, they're just outstanding. Um, they've just got a really unique and captivating sound. And they're just such an exciting young band. And I um, I can't wait for their second album to be released because they're... Um, you know, the two singles which they've released so far for it have just been absolutely amazing. They're, you know, really keeping up the same standard as the first album. The second single, I Don't Belong Here, is a song which I had already heard because um, from, like, videos of their live shows last year. I, di- I didn't get to see them live last year. Um, and, and it's a song which, I, which stood out from those live shows, not just because it wasn't something we would have heard on the album the first album because it's not on there but because of its haunting it's got a really haunting melody but it's quite a droning um slower song um it's missing that energy but um which is you know really part of the first album but in a really really good way um yeah and it's just really haunting and i can't wait to see it live as well but um if, if, if the second album's anything like these first two singles I cannot wait. And finally, I've been listening to a lot of Billy Strings. Now, lots of people won't know Billy Strings, um, especially in the UK. He hasn't performed in the UK yet, but he's getting quite big in America now. And um, he actually went viral for a YouTube video of his song, which is his most popular song now. He's like officially released it. Um, it's called Dust in a Baggy, and it's about um, drug and opiate use in sort of rural rural central um uh, america and uh yeah he, he went viral for a video where he's playing it on his sofa uh it's quite funny because there's just this guy you know he's, he's playing it for a group of people in in like a really weird looking room and that's like this guy stood in the background with like a pair of shorts on and like this green t-shirt and like a bum bag like a fanny pack and he's um and he just stands there and he just stands there and um and just stares while the song's going on. It's a bit weird. But he, um, that vi- that video went viral. Um, probably because Billy Strings is potentially the most talented uh, guitar player in any, you know, any, any genre out there at the minute. Um, so to give you a bit of background on him, he's a, he's a bluegrass artist from Michigan. Um, although now he lives in Nashville, Tennessee, because it's, you know, that's the home of country music in America. And bluegrass, for people who don't know, is a form of country, um, but it's sort of, um, you know, the best to best describe bluegrass, it's country music, which involves lots of really, really fast flat picking of banjos and acoustic guitar and other stringed instruments. Um, but it's generally really fast paced um, and you know, Billy's strings, Billy's music is really encompasses that. He's his his flat picking, which is um instead of you know utilizing his fingers to change like chord shapes on the on the strings of his guitar, instead of doing hammer ons and things where he'll he'll play two notes but only pick once for those two notes, he'll pretty much pick for every note he plays. So his right hand's moving at such a speed which you don't really see um in lots of other genres. And his hat, both his hands are just moving so quickly, and um, it's really great to see. Um, yeah, it's it's like watching someone on ten times speed. He's not just a great, you know, virtuosic guitar player, 
but he um he's also really really shown himself to be a great vocalist um, which is shown by his recent work in live shows especially you can find them on youtube that's one he did at um, red rocks which i think is in montana and he's just surrounded by like these beautiful red rocks um you know think of the grand canyon kind of setting it's just amazing um but especially in his his um his album from last year called home which is his second or third album now um he's shown himself to develop such a good singing voice um which is really good to see so he's, he's not just this really great guitar player but he's, he can he produces really good songs and he can and he sings them all and writes them all himself he grew up playing um you know acoustic guitar and um banjo i think in the bluegrass style with his dad you know who um i don't think he was a professional music musician but he um you know he sometimes does videos with um you know with his father and he he's also clearly very talented um but it's, it's not just these influences because um he played the psychedelic circus uh last year i think or earlier this year um where billy played covers of pearl jam black sabbath um you know it really showed his influences stretching far beyond country and bluegrass you know he he was playing you know shredding metal and rock on electric guitars um which you know he was interested in um growing up as well so he's got like this clash of influences which which i think has really helped him bring this modern this modern aspect of playing and music to bluegrass which is you know it, it, you don't even hear of it in england and um from what i can gather it was it's sort of looked down upon in america or has been in the past um i mean that's the issue with country music in general i think um you know, lots of the variants of country get a bad rap, and it's usually the butt of jokes. But um, Billy Strings, um, his music sounds like it's evolving the genre and bringing it to a more modern audience. The album I talked about from last year, called Home, has some of some of the best modern country out there, and it's not just this. Um, you know, it's not the stereotype of a guy singing about his trucks and guns and freedom or whatever. Um, it's quite personal. You know, there's there's slow ballads in there, and then there's his more traditional, really fast-paced bluegrass stuff. Um, but there's also, you know, really classic rock and psychedelic influences in there. Um, there's a song in it called, um, well, Home, the name of the album, but there's a, there's a song in the middle of the album called Home, and it's just unbelievable it's it's just really really good the the intro to it you you wouldn't think it was a bluegrass artist it's it's not you know it's not really a country song but it's um it's like really melancholy and it's just great i i, I really want more people to get into this um and and that that album in general it starts off with a song called taking water and running the next songs they're both they're just really really good the whole album's amazing and um yeah, I think it's really good, a progression in the country genre, which hasn't been seen for decades, probably not since like Neil Young and, you know, those sort of artists uh, tried to modernise the genre all the way back in like the 60s and 70s. So, um, you know, not since Bob Dylan has there been such progression in, um, you know, the popularisation and modernisation of um, country music. Um, you know, it's sort of been left left to rot <laughs> sort of in the past almost 
And if not, it's by those, you know, sort of fake, you know, just in it for the money country artists, you know, like, you know, it's just, it, singing about their cars and pretending to be, you know, farm working country boys, but they're, you know, they're millionaires and, um, you know, it's that stereotype of country music now. So it really fit, it's really good to see people like Billy um, changing that genre and bringing it to the forefront because it's, it's, it hasn't had that space in, you know, in the music world for quite a while. But um, so if you're, if, you're, if you're doubting or if you're, you know, you've never, you know, not many people have ever tried to listen to country music. Um, but if you want sort of a modern take on it and something which might open your eyes to a different genre, Billy Strings album Home is probably the best place to start. Okay, so that is all from me today. Um, I'm glad to be back, to be honest. It was quite nice going through things I've been listening to recently. Um, you know, there's not much else to do in lockdown, so I have been listening to quite a lot of music. Um, and I hope everyone out there is doing okay as well. You know, it can be pretty tough, especially with isolation and things like that especially if you're vulnerable, you know, um, my heart goes out to everyone and I hope, um, hope we can get the music venues and everything open once everything is safe and we can go out and enjoy some music again, hopefully. So I will see you, uh, next week. Thank you. Thank you.